No, you're not alone. 'Cause I'm gonna make this place your home. News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning, Bob Sekola, the Louisville Real Estate Show, with you. Here in the studio, next 30 minutes, we've got some great folks, and we hope you stick around, have time to stick around for the entire show. In the studio, Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service. They hire vets, and we love them for doing that. You can reach them anytime. They do a great job, 357-0813. Also, Lee Harris, Legal Counsel at Limestone Title and Escrow. We love them, too. They do another Great job as in terms of closing, closing attorneys and all. And you can reach uh, Lee on her phone directly, 649-7964. Good to have you both here. Thanks Thank for you. having me. Good morning. Good morning. Coming up in uh, just a couple of minutes, eight red flags to look for in a real estate listing. These are things, kind of the behind the scenes. What do they really mean if you see them when you're reading a real estate listing? Mm-hmm. That's coming up. But first, let's go to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekuler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. I'm Sandy. Yeah. And I uh, bought a house about eight or nine years ago and never had it tested for radon. Uh, is that important to do now? So, Brad, go for it. Yeah. So I was just at a uh, uh, in a neighborhood uh, that had many uh, folks that had lived in their houses 15, 20, 30 years uh, one of the houses that we had uh, inspected uh, came out high for radon, rather high, well into the 30s, and the neighbors all panicked a little bit. So uh, we were able to do some additional testing, uh, worked with another radon mitigation company that also came in and worked with a lot of the neighbors. Um, always a good idea if you've been in your home for um, any length of time, if you haven't had it tested, especially if you see that your neighbors around you have the radon stacks and the little uh, fans coming out of the side of the house. Good idea to inspect your home. Yeah, so that is a – so just so you know, and I think we've talked about this before, radon is a colorless, odorless gas said to be the second leading cause of lung cancer, and it's created by the decay of radioactive material beneath the surface of the earth. Louisville sits on a limestone layer, and in some cases the limestone is solid. In some cases it's porous, and in the porous areas yeah. – the limestone allows the radon gas that's coming up from beneath the surface to percolate through the limestone, and then it accumulates underneath the house and then works its way through the gravel and then into concrete. Um, and there's also a, a plastic layer, but sometimes that gets broken up. Yeah, or it comes in the around pore. it. Right. It comes around. Yeah. comes through your, your uh, cracks, crevices, mm-hmm. Even if you've got a system in place to get rid of rainwater that comes in, right. it just comes through. Yeah, and yeah. then it, and then the stack effect it picks up within the HVAC system and starts trying to work its way up out of the highest level of the home. Yeah, so, so it's, it's it, moving into the living areas. I know some builders don't give this much credibility mm-hmm. to the radon, but I, I mean, I, the EPA says four picocuries or above needs to be mitigated. Right. Um, I will tell you that in Europe, um, some Scandinavian countries, uh, Asia, two picocuries yeah, is the right. standard. And uh, I, and the worst I've ever seen, and I, I know that it's been higher, but the, down south of Louisville, um, near Brooks area, we mm-hmm. had a home we sold, was um, 125 picocuries yeah. required two H. Uh, systems, systems, mitigation right. systems right. to get yeah. out. Yeah. You know, Bob, it's yeah. interesting. For the first time ever, there was actually a death certificate signed here just about three Ooh. months ago 
with radon as Are the cause of death. Yeah, first me? time that that's actually been gone on to a uh, death certificate. So, I've never heard of that yeah. before. Yeah. That's that is fascinating. Oh my gosh, feel bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you'd like to see some of the videos that we produce for our sellers, our buyers, just our everything that we do on our YouTube channel, head to Louisville Homes. I'm sorry, Louisville Homes TV. Com. That's Louisville Homes TV. Com. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. Yeah. This is Elizabeth. Yeah. I'm buying a home that the builder is just finishing, but my loan officer says they haven't received the CO. What's that? What does that mean? How does that affect me? So, Certificate of Occupancy, correct? Yes. Yeah. yes. Elizabeth, yes. Uh, the City, state, they require a certificate of occupancy before um, they can officially sign off that the home is uh, habitable. So you will need that. Um, but, I mean, all is not lost. You can uh, ask them to get it or you can uh, try to get it yourself. Well, when you say try to get it yourself, yeah. so go what does the, that mean? Go to the um, regulatory agency and ask them if, if it's finished, if they can uh, apply for that, and has it been applied for, and if so, can I get a copy before closing? I've heard of cases where the builder has finished, and then they're trying to get the CFO, somebody to come out there, and it's delayed, and that delays the closing. Sure, you, it can. They need a CO in order to close, yes. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. like getting a sticker, a stamp of approval. Right, exactly, from, like yeah. a permit, yes. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, very good. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sakota, Lua Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. My name is Heather. Um, I have a pool uh, currently at my home now and am getting ready to sell. I'm also looking for a home with a pool as well and cannot find one on the market very easily. What should I do? Pools are, uh, here's the the national statistic says that only 10% of buyers are actually looking for a home with a pool. But if you have a home with a pool, especially this time of year, Buyers will drive over mountains to get to it to see it because they really want the pool. So if you have the pool, now's the ter- perfect, perfect time to put the home on the market. You should be able to sell. I've got, I hear it, I've got a problem. i got a, a seller who's in Shelbyville who has a phenomenal home. The pool, they tried uncovering it, needs a new pump. I can't get a pump guy to go out and replace it. Are they so busy? Is that busy season. <laughs> very busy. You got any suggestions? Let me no, know. I, yeah. yeah, I've got a couple of uh, pool guys that we use um, yeah. on the inspection side. Can so, you yeah, send I'll me you. I, yeah, I'll send I will. it to him. I'll yeah. get you some names. So um, on the other side, so here's what I would suggest, Heather, on the, on the buying side. So I know it's a pain, but I would tell you to think about looking for homes where you can have a pool put in because that's going to increase the value of the home but at the same time, it gives you more options. And you want to check, of course, if you're looking in an area where there are septic tanks, it would be very uh, well advised to make sure you know where the septic tank and the lateral lines are so that if you put a pool in, you know where you can put it and cannot put it. Right, Brent? You, yeah. yeah. So that that's a, <laughs> goes without saying. But also, you want to check for rocky conditions because the more rock that a the pool company runs into, then the higher the cost, and you don't have to start with a very expensive one, but get it in the ground and then, you know, start with a, whatever the sidewalk or the, the surround is. And, and the then deck. you can, the decking, yeah. and then you can add to it on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I hope that uh, helps you. But, and then when you're done with that, give us all a call here at the station and we'll come out and we'll have a pool party. <laughs> yeah. we'll, do the show, we'll do the show live from your backyard in the pool. 
<laughs> Seriously. Hey, if you'd like to see the video of our radio show that we are on right now, we've put together a YouTube channel, and we put up all the questions online there so you can see the questions again. And if there's something that interests you, you can revisit that, but also at the same time send it to somebody to get uh, help them with uh, whatever the question and answer might be. Go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's LouisvilleAnswers.com. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. This is Bill Bob. Yeah. I've got a Federal Pacific breaker box and uh, thinking about selling my house and getting it ready. What, uh, what's the best thing to do about that? Okay, so, yeah, Brad, go ahead, because we see this a lot. Yeah. And it seems like every time I go into a home, and you know, it depends on the age of the home, mm-hmm. it's I, I look, go down to the basement, we look, and then I go into, the, oh, there's a Federal Pacific. Here's where the problems are. Yeah. Yeah. So the Federal Pacific, sometimes they'll they'll know it as a Stablock panel. Uh, it'll go by either name. Mm. Uh, well, it's called Federal Pacific is the manufacturer. They no longer manufacture those panels. Um, the if if you go out and you Google it, you'll find out that houses are burning down all over the uh, all over the country. Um, there's still many, many homes uh, in Louisville that have Federal Pacific panels. The challenge with the Federal Pacific panel is that as they get older, you're no longer able to buy parts for them. So you can't have you, – you can't get um, the breakers anymore for them. So the the problem is is that um, we always recommend uh, when we see a Federal Pacific box that an electrician uh, do a further evaluation on it. Um, in fact, my son has a Federal Pacific panel in his house that had an electrician looked at it and said, hey, it's perfectly fine. Now, mm-hmm, at some mm-hmm. point, you want to upgrade it just because, you know, those panels are now getting to be 30, you know, 30 plus years old. And, you know, it's probably time for a new panel. But yeah, you can't get parts anymore. And um, there's just a lot of negative press on them. So uh, ask your electrician to take a look at the specific panel, make sure it's safe. I'm actually doing a search uh, online for Federal Pacific, and you can there's a whole bunch to read. Yep. Boy, it's yep, there is oodles of stuff. But I've also heard I don't have a Federal Pacific panel, but that where you can find parts, the cost of the breakers to replace are so expensive. Yes, and I think the only sources for them are out of Canada right now, where they still sell Federal Pacific panels. Are they in business up in Canada? I'm looking uh, that yes, up right yes, now. Yes, they are. Isn't that wild? Yes, you yes. would think that Canada, hey, Canada, right? you need, right. To, you need to look into these federal Pacific right. panels. Right. Wow, that's... Well, it also tells yeah. you what, you know, that there may be a different type, more of a a, a litigation issue than, you know, a, a, an actual safety issue. But yeah. they, they stopped selling them in the U.S. So what I'm hearing from you, and this is a great advice. So if you've got a federal Pacific, mm-hmm. even if you're not selling your home, it might be worth it to have a, an electrician come out and look at the panel just to make sure yeah. that's in working order. Right. Make sure it's in working order. Make sure that it is it is still safe, that it's not um, overheating in, in any of the areas. Yeah. It's the similar type of, of discussion we've had previously about aluminum wiring. You know, I think that's so important, mm-hmm. and I think just bringing this up, because the last thing we want to have to do is hear about a problem like this in the, in the news. Uh, if you're thinking about selling your home, we have a free no-obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips. You want a copy? It's very simple. Send me an email, bob at com, and then put selling tips in the subject line, and we will send that out to you immediately again. No cost, no obligation, very simple. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, eight red flags to look for in a real estate listing. So this is behind the scenes of what, when we write something, what does it really mean? This may be an eye-opener. 
for some of you and something to help you with as you navigate those listings online. In the studio, we've got Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. They hire veterans. We love them for that. Also, Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow. She is the former attorney for the Real Estate Commission years ago. Yes. That's how I first met her and does an incredibly great job knowing about what uh, needs to be done. You can reach her at 649-7964. And, of course, you can reach me anytime at 376-5483. Coming back, those eight red flags. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-2277. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area? In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to or bob will buy it go to we sell and get top dollar for your home news radio 840 whas thank you barbara corcoran i'm uh, honored to be endorsed by you and uh, you're certainly a great lady what a great real estate agent uh, up in new york she just sold a lot of and and did a great job uh, in the studio, Lee Harris, legal counsel, limestone title and escrow. Her number is 649-7964. And we've got Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service. They hire vets. We really do appreciate them for doing that. 357-0813. Thanks for being here, you guys. Thank Again, you. you can reach me anytime, 376-5483. All right, eight red flags to look for in real estate listings. So, you know, we write these listings to sell homes. But there are some kind of things to look for behind the, what the wording is. So let's go with the very first one that I've seen many times written by my, either myself or my compadres around the uh, Louisville and southern Indiana area. The word cozy charm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cozy charm. It, it does 
kind of give you a feeling of it's being cozy and a charming home. But when used uh, other than that, it might be that the home is small in a teeny house, and that is what it boils down to. It's a small home. It's got some limited space, but it's cozy and charming. <laughs> There's also another one that you'll appreciate, the word words vintage style. <laughs> yes, if you see a bathroom or kitchen described as vintage, what it really means? Outdated. It's old, outdated. Yep, yep. Okay. Like from the 50s, maybe, yeah, you know, it needs to really be renovated. It still has the HVAC system from could from be vintage, but it's vintage. <laughs> yes. And if that's your style, then you're in luck. So look for those words, vintage style. How about market watch, market watch. Okay, here we go. If it's back on the market in a listing, Brad, you're going to appreciate this. There's a reason why the original sale fell through. And the reason could be a botched uh, home inspection mm-hmm. from a home inspector who was over zealous, maybe wrote up stuff because we know people who do this, they write up Mm -hmm. stuff that doesn't exist, or there are problems with the house. So you do your homework, give the seller the benefit of the doubt, but keep an eye out for serious maintenance issues that may have been disguised by quick surface repairs, and then call in a trusted home inspector like Brett and Home Team to help you spot hidden problems. Beware of bespoke. So when a home listing touts its custom features, take care. What sounds impressive on paper may look less appealing in person. After all, custom upgrades, like uh, a decor choice that maybe you don't like so much, reflect the taste of the previous owner and may or may not be your taste. We are right. we are sometimes asked to include the ugly drapes in home inspections. Oh, you can't do that. It's, no, it's exactly. Cosmetic and is yes, you're not out of your... We, that's uh, that's yeah. right. We've yeah. Ask that. Yep. Yeah. Their their job is safety mm-hmm. and structural. That's right. what it goes down to. Mm-hmm. The new it neighborhood. Have you seen, never seen that on the listing? You know, you might be expecting an up and coming neighborhood to be artsy and hip, but not always the it's the case. In many listings, the term is used to describe an area that is in the process of transition. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Perhaps the residential block is filled with old rundown properties, but it's the new it yeah. neighborhood to maybe you. Uh, <laughs> Here, I, I've used words like this before, and I can defend using it. Yeah. A little love. The place is advertised needing TLC, and then it's a bona fide fixer-upper. And I think that's a clue that I use, and I'm sure other agents use. If it says home price reflects the need for some TLC, what we're basically saying is you're going to need to put some money into this thing to make it look like it's a polished piece of work, so be prepared coming in. Yeah. It's true. It's true. And then... A house located in a quiet location may be significantly off the beaten path, and it's just out in the county somewhere. You can't even find it. Or maybe out uh, to the point where even a map doesn't point Mm -hmm. out the right location. So sound of silence. Quiet home could be a problem. And then, Lee, we got rid of, on a legal level, the words near churches, things like that. Explain the reason for that. Um, That falls into the Fair Housing Act. Uh, There's state and federal fair housing laws, which basically say you're supposed to promote the property. In other words, four bedrooms, two bath, brick, two stories, one acre lot, instead of the people you may think who might want to live there. Mm -hmm. And so if you say anything like near this church or or, uh, near this school, you're implying that maybe it would be someone who's religious who would want to live there or someone who has a family would want to live there. And the fair housing laws believe that you're turning off other people who might not want those particular amenities that they just want to hear about the actual yeah. four corners of the house. And we, we get written up if we, I mean, we're pretty much conscious of it, but we get written up in 
slapped on the hand if we do something like that. So I mean, we're really heavily regulated. All right, back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. I have a question. My husband passed um, a few months ago, and I was just wondering, I have he has some rental homes. I was wondering, um, when is a good time to sell these, as well as if there's renters in the home, um, how do I get their lease to be done to sell the home? Okay, so you've got a, a serious problem. First of all, we're sorry for your loss and what you're going through. Lee, what are some of the steps that um, that Kim should be doing to in getting preparation to to sell possibly your home? Well, Kim, the first thing is, um, the important thing is to know, are these properties deeded to him and perhaps to you as well as his spouse, or are they in some kind of LLC or, or other entity? Um, that's the first thing to to find out how are they deeded because it could be an issue of, um, <clears throat> you know, if it's in his personal name, it might have to go through the probate system. If there was a will, those matters might have been left to a certain person uh, in the will. If it's an LLC, there's certain people who um, can sell on behalf of the LLC. Those also might need to be included in his estate. Um, as far as um, getting the renters out, yeah. you don't necessarily have to do that. You can sell rental properties with the current uh tenants there. And in fact, sometimes buyers like that because they're not buying a property that's empty. They're buying a property where the people are already there. If there are tenants there and they have a lease, um, then they take subject to that lease. So the buyer, the new buyer could not just kick them out. They would be able to go through the end of their lease. And like I said, sometimes buyers want that. Also, you could just wait out each lease. Um, When it's over, you just fix up that unit. Don't rent it out again. And then when you list the property for sale, you can say, you know, it's it's for the new buyer to find their own tenants. But either way, it kind of just depends on, <clears throat> you know, the, the, the buyer's preference. Got it. But uh, unfortunately, if like the thing I'm taking away from this answer is if there are leases in place, yes. there's no way to break those leases. Well, you could ask the tenants, you know, we're going to sell the property. Would you like to be released from your lease? And therefore, you may have negotiations as far as, hey, you know, we might have to pay you something or if they want to leave they might say hey great i'm happy to leave i was leaving anyway yeah. but yes the, the buyer takes subject to the current lease and and short of that here's another possible suggestion and that would be to ask the the renters listen we're going to be selling the house if i reduced your rent by x amount of dollars maybe a couple hundred bucks per month would you allow us to show the property so that way hopefully we have a buyer in place before that you move out and things will go smoothly and she's not without income for that property and not being able to pay it. Right. There is always an issue of if, you know, tenants, if you give them 48 hours written notice, they're supposed to let the landlord in for showings, but you never know. Is it going to be clean? Is it going to be, are they going to be there? You know? So yes, to have some agreement with them about, Hey, maybe we have a deal on the showings might make it look more presentable. Got it. All right. Let's go back to the phones. Hello. Good morning. Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. Hey. This is George. Yeah. Why do some seller agents want to be at the house when the buyer and buyer agent comes to see the home? That, uh, George, that's a, a great question. So there are, and I'm going to be very honest, and Lee, look at me sternly if I step over the line here. There are some who, um, some agents or brokerages that basically use that as a selling technique, saying to the seller, listen, we will be here at every showing to show off the house. 
But I, from my standpoint, from where I sit, that's the worst thing that you could do as a, a seller agent or as a seller wanting to have uh, somebody there. It makes it difficult. And I use a very simple um, uh, concept here. So Lila, I'm going to use you, if you might, don't mind, sure. playing my game here. Sure. So you're out shopping. You go into a store and you walk in, pick any store, and a salesperson comes up and says, may I help you? What do you say? Sure. No, you say sure? <laughs> now, I would tell you that most people just answer I guess answer I, I them. lost the game. Yeah, you lost. <laughs> I'm just looking. I'm just looking is the normal answer. But again, this is a great note for anybody who sees Lee Harris in their store. Go up to her. She's looking for help. Yeah. No, typically they say, um, I'm just looking. Because people don't want to be bothered. And here's the, the real point about this. And that is if you're a seller agent and you're at a house... You're going to show off the things that the seller wants you to show off, but the buyer typically won't have any of the same interests. You know, maybe the seller wants to point out the kitchen, so the seller's agent is there to point out the kitchen, but the 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 buyer it wants to see the garage. They want to see how much family room space, what's the basement look like, what's the master bedroom suite. So it, it never meshes. And I will tell you from being on both sides, both on the seller's side and the buyer's side, the buyers set up a series of trusts with the agent as they're walking through. If there's a seller agent there, the buyer is thinking and the buyer's agent that the seller's agent is over listening to what they're saying to report back to the seller. And that defeats the purpose of the buyer having a private showing of the home to be able to see whether or not they like it. It just ruins the whole atmosphere for yeah. so. So I got I got yeah. a question for yeah, you. Yeah, So as a seller's agent, which you often are, what advice do you give to your sellers when the home inspectors show up? I tell them not to be there. Okay. Yeah, I tell them not to be there. Okay. And I don't want to be there. And I would suggest that to other agents. And the reason is because as a home inspector, I want you to feel like you can look through the home unencumbered and without somebody over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I think if uh, – do you find a lot of agents there, a seller no, agents there? I, not so much seller's agents, but many times the seller wants to be there to help give us the history oh, yeah, of the yeah, home, yeah. So, which, which is not really any part of the, the home inspection itself. Right. So, it actually slows you down, yes, I think. Right, but right. also it could derail – I would think, mm-hmm. are you trying to derail me from doing my job? It, it causes us to look for other clues. Yeah, so and, that's yeah. a really good point. Yeah. So listen, sellers – if you want to be there while the inspector is there, you're actually doing yourself a disservice because Brad just said they're going to look for more clues because they're wondering why you're trying to potentially take them off the track that they're right. on. That's exactly. A, that yeah. is a really yeah. good point. All right. We only have a little bit left. Let's try one more call. Good morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. This is Gene. Yeah. I'm not sure what's going on. I'm selling my house and have a contract with a buyer, and they just had a home inspection, and the inspector says I have foundation problems, I need a new roof, and the air conditioning system doesn't work. I have receipts that the roof and air are two years old. Do you think the inspector confused my home for another? There's not uh, uh, any pictures on the inspection, so I don't know. What should I do? So that's a really good question on this. What are your thoughts on this? Is well, this, yeah, I, I think she brings up a, a really valid question about the report itself. I mean, our reports, the home team report is going to have uh, a narrative uh, detail about all of the uh, defects that we found and pictures that support that. Um, certainly, I think that that's going to be valid questions to bring back up. 
um, you know, because you know she'd be giving that back to the the buyer's agent to kind of support the mm-hmm. uh, repairs that have already been made. Um, yeah, I'm not not exactly sure how that might happen though. So I, I, what I hear, without pictures, mm-hmm. there's no way to verify. Right. So, uh, typically, right. Uh, agents going to know whether or not that's their house. Hopefully, that, mm-hmm. that their client's house. So I would tell them go back to that inspector and make sure and let them know that they've yeah. got receipts. I think that's the important thing. I think anything from a legal world quickly on this. I, it, I think if she has the receipts and she provides those to the buyer and the right. buyer's agent, you know they should be able to verify that that report is invalid or needs to be yeah. updated. Yes. And I would tell you that the inspector himself needs to do a little more due diligence and not yeah. just write up. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Pictures are very important. Very important. Very much so we are out of time. My thanks to Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service, three five seven zero eight one three. Thanks, Thank buddy. You. Also here, Lee Harris. Again, great stuff. Uh, legal counsel, limestone title, and escrow. You can reach them anytime at, uh, and Lee's personal cell phone number is 649 7964. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You can reach me anytime at uh, my phone is 376 5483. We'll see you next week right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.